What I want you guys to remember is there's a part of you that no one truly understands except you. The vision and the dream that you have, you can go to all these informational interviews, but I don't want you to take someone else's path and make it yours. I want you to take information and I want you to apply it to the journey that you've already committed to. Before we get into this episode, I know you've been struggling with the idea of starting your own business and launching a premium product that you know is gonna transform lives. So I have a bomb resource for you. The man himself, Words Taylor, is going to help you launch your product or service for the clients who need your help right now. Now you can't call yourself a business owner unless you are getting in front of new clients every single day, and Words knows exactly how to do that. All you have to do is tap in so he can teach you his six-figure launch strategy that's produced over $5 million in client sales. So all you have to do is go to highticketlaunchseekers.com. That's highticketlaunchseekers.com and get into the free training. It's happening this week. So go to highticketlaunchseekers.com and let's get into the episode. Welcome to a solo episode of the Work and Play podcast. By now, hopefully we know each other, but if you don't, I'm Ariel, career transformation coach, and I help corporate professionals transition into entrepreneurship. Now here's the thing. These last few, I was going to say few, but really we almost, by the time this episode launches, we're close to 80 episodes in. And hopefully you guys got the point that I really was trying to drive home. The first half of the work and play podcast has been all about showing you guys different career journeys and different people's journeys who's left corporate America and gone into entrepreneurship. They found a passion, they found a money-making opportunity, and then they found passion. The different stories and the different mindsets that have been on the show in this chair have been amazing. When you're able to sit down and have a conversation with so many brilliant mindsets, you realize there's so many ways to go about this journey, right? One of the things that we have to realize is there are multiple ways to skin a cat. And if your idea of success, of freedom is not within the walls of a corporation, then now's the time to start thinking about how you do that. Now, here's the thing. Everything has its own time and everything goes through its own process. So changing your life in a moment's notice, changing your life overnight, that's not quite the wisest thing to do. Honestly and truly, I would say it's almost insane to think your life is going to change overnight just because you said it would. Things have to shift shift around you. And so the next part about the Work and Play podcast that I like to show is the journey. Inside the journey, the failures, the highs, the lows, the people who were successful and the people who went back into corporate America because they didn't necessarily have it all figured out. But you know what I'm most excited to bring to you guys on the Work and Play podcast, to be real honest, really, 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 really honest. It's the other side of me that literally is the reason I left corporate America in the first place. And that is social impact. Now, here's the thing. The journey of a social entrepreneur really is a sense of like not necessarily knowing that that was a thing. Wanting to help the community in a certain way, having a certain statistic about the wealth gap or having a statistic about homelessness for myself, having a statistic about the number of young people experiencing homelessness who don't have driver's licenses, which automatically cuts you off from about 90% of the job opportunities, if not 100% of the job opportunities that are available in the world of corporations, right? And so for me, that's what triggered my journey. So in this next part of the Work and Play podcast, we'll continue to share people's stories of leaving corporate America and going into entrepreneurship. But I also am really excited to bring in 
more social entrepreneurs. I want to bring in more social justice advocates. I want to bring in more social workers so that you can understand the people who are truly on the ground level doing some of the work that we're not familiar with. Now, here's the thing. I tell people all the time, but I want to drive it home again. There are different sides to social work. And so as I bring other social workers onto this, this platform, I want to frame your mindset around why does that even fit within the work and play podcast thing? So here's the thing. When I left corporate America, one of the things that I said to myself was, we could stand to have a lot more social workers here. Now, at this time, I'd been exposed to social workers from the organization that I was working with as a corporate employee. And I said, you know what? When times get hard, when I'm trying to figure out how do I navigate my career, the last place that I feel comfortable with going to is, is HR. Now, this is not a, an attack on HR. This is simply my feelings. And there are a lot of corporate professionals who are going through their own journey and don't necessarily feel comfortable with going to HR for solutions. Now, we feel comfortable with going to HR for like a paper trail to dot our, T, our, dot our I's and cross our T's. But in terms of truly helping us make decisions on how to navigate through corporate, that was missing when I was in corporate America. And so one of the things that I said to myself was maybe I'll get a degree in social work and go back into corporate America. Now, if you hear my thought process at the time, I literally was just thinking, okay, the next thing I need to do is get a degree in another department or another degree in a different industry if I wanted to make a pivot. I thought it was linear. I thought it was step one, step two, step three, apply to another job and you got it. But what life has taught me is one, nothing is linear. Now you might read that in a book, but you don't know what that means until you actually experience it. But then the other thing that I realized is Social work has different facets to it, right? So yes, I had the inclination that more corporate social workers are needed. And I still believe that. Honestly and truly, I think that social workers could understand that their skill sets can be leveraged in an environment like social, like corporate, where it, where it comes from, comes to social responsibility, um, even community engagement with a more informed sense, right? Even cause marketing, right? There are some social workers who have great minds and can really draw out a nice marketing plan that is people centric if they were to think about it. So here's the thing. As we continue to explore on the work and play podcast, the self-actualization piece, the, the parts about ourselves that don't fit into a box, we have to explore that. That is honestly and truly, that's my career journey. When I left corporate America, I had a vision that was mixed with all of the things that I really felt like I could make a life out of. But did that role exist? No. Honestly and truly, it still doesn't exist. I'm at the the, the tail end of, of my experience in my uh, degree, and I'm starting to see some of the pieces of my vision coming together here and now. But this is almost four years ago when I didn't know how I was going to make money doing professional development, career coaching, and then honestly helping people who are, are uh, experiencing homelessness or vulnerable populations while I help other people who are, have the luxury of thinking about what is my purpose. I say that it's a, that that is a luxury because I realize now when I left my role in, um, in corporate, I got to a place where I wanted more out of life. I was searching information on how do I change my career? How do I make a pivot? How do I start over at 25? I'm, I'm searching all of these different things. And honestly and truly, 
not a lot of information was speaking to my journey. So when I set out, I had a vision of what I wanted to accomplish, but I had never seen it before. And it was really tough to find a mentor. So what is the best next step of a person who doesn't necessarily know who or what exactly they want to do? They have an idea, they have a vision, but no one's done it yet, or at least no one in their environment has done it. They listen to the people around them. And that's what I did. So here's the thing about mentorship and guidance. The top three responses that I get when I ask, why do you wanna leave corporate America? Are that you want financial freedom, you wanna own your own time, and you wanna build a legacy for this generation and generations to come. Now, this is not a solo job. In order to transition from your nine to five into entrepreneurship, it's gonna take community and it's gonna take resources. And I've created the community of pioneers who are going to wrap around you and help you make that transition successfully. So if you're interested in leaving your job, go ahead and click that information below. Let's get into the community and let's transition from your nine to five into entrepreneurship successfully. Now let's get back to the episode. When it comes to informational interviews, traditionally speaking, when you want to roll, you reach out to someone on LinkedIn, you have a conversation with them, and you allow them to give you insight on what it's like to be in their role, what it's like to be at the company, their career trajectory, and just to learn if that's something that you want to end up doing. That is still helpful, which is essentially what I did. What I want you guys to remember is there's a part of you that no one truly understands except you. The vision and the dream that you have, you can go to all of these informational interviews, but I don't want you to take someone else's path and make it yours. I want you to take information and I want you to apply it to the journey that you've already committed to. Now for my clients out there who are literally, you know what you wanna do. You know exactly what you see it. The only thing is you might not have written it down, which I promise you, if you write it down, it makes much more sense. But then after you you know what it is, you can take other people's advice and you can add it to the, add it to your own career journey. And so when it comes to social work, I decided to go to school because that was what I thought I had to do, right? Now, I don't wanna discredit the degree because I think that being in the school of social work Shout out to Georgia State University's Andrew Young School of Policy Studies because I would not have understood the difference between intellectual empathy and and emotional empathy. I wouldn't have been able to understand the, the process of change management, of helping someone change their lives. Like these are things that I wouldn't have understood from a human behavior perspective unless I were to pick up a book or an article back when I was still in corporate off of a whim and then discovered this world, which was just not my journey. But what the School of Social Work did for me was added more information to my vision that I hadn't already thought about. And so now the word social entrepreneur has honestly been revealed to me. And it makes sense that you start a business to help the community. Now there are entrepreneurs who started a business to make money. And when you start a business, you do make money. But the goal for a social entrepreneur is to give back to, to the community in the way that they envisioned it, right? There are so many people I've interviewed on this show who have really, really turned out to be social entrepreneurs and don't even realize it. From Jonathan Beatty with I Love Books all the way to Brandon, Brandon Ramsey, the photographer, but intrinsically is only here for the community. These are social entrepreneurs that found a way to make money and make enough money so that they can give back to their company, their, their community in a meaningful way. Now, 
The point is social workers, corporate professionals, nonprofit professionals, politicians, everyone has their own career journey. The thing is, if you're a visionary or if you see yourself as a person who it just doesn't fit inside the box, it's probably because your career hasn't been created yet. So think of yourself as a creative. Now the next step is after you think about yourself and you reimagine yourself as someone that you're not today, you can do that journey. I want to empower you to do that journey on your own, honestly. I want to empower you to make the decisions and trust your intuition that tells you along the way when to get support, when to ask for feedback, when to trust your own gut, and when to result to someone else's advice. Because on this journey, when it's only you who knows you, it doesn't matter what mentors say. It doesn't even matter what a, what a coach might say if you don't know where you want to go. But where mentors, coaches, and 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 um, instructors are like advisors, where they come from, where they come into play, it's guiding you down the path that they've already been down. To the point that you wanna veer off of that path, you have to trust yourself. And you have to know that you're on the right path. You have to know that you're on the right journey. But I really, really hope that on the next couple of episodes, you get a chance to see some people make some unconventional decisions them trusting themselves, them going into a space where they wanna help the community and they do it in a way where they can make money at the same time. I personally coined my own name, The Wealthy Social Worker. And at some point we'll see how that comes to fruition in a branding perspective, on a social media, on a platform, all of these things. But as of right now, The Wealthy Social Worker has been a vision that I created years ago. And the way that I live my life is that now that I'm a social worker, that doesn't mean that I have to sacrifice my values of, of, of wealth and, and comfortability and stability. Like those are my values. And it doesn't matter how many volunteer acti activities that I do. I'm always going to be the same girl. Matter of fact, the life that I had when I was in corporate America, that is no longer the standard. The life that I have for myself is way more than the life that I, that I had when I was a corporate professional. So the person who I'm going to be is, is completely different but I hope to share with you guys more of my own career journey because as a career transformation coach, the transformation stands for transforming your life, creating a career that doesn't exist yet. So as I'm on my own journey of creating a career that doesn't exist yet, I'm here to support you on that same journey. And I wanna bring more and more people who have done the same thing to you so that you know that it's possible. Now, the one thing that I want to stress upon for the rest of this episode is the number one thing that a lot of corporate professionals need to come to terms with in order to make it outside of corporate. Now, the rest is, you know, some people have blueprints, some people have coaching programs, some people, sometimes life teaches you what you need to know. But what I need you to know right now, while you're employed, is that you have to work on feeding your mindset to think outside of the organization that you're in. One of the biggest things that I learned while I was in my degree, working on my degree, is systems thinking. And to understand that you are currently a part of a system is not a bad thing or a good thing. It's a realization, it's understanding. If you're operating in corporate with the sense that you don't understand that you're a part of a system, that's dangerous. 
If you're operating in corporate, you know you're a part of the system and that is what you choose to do because it aligns to your values, then that is wonderful. Like I am not here to tell someone that the system is not for you, but to understand that you are working in, in a system is the first step. The second step is what is the mindset of a person who is within the system and what is the mindset of, of a person who sees the system for what it is? If you decide to go into entrepreneurship, chances are you have big dreams for yourself. Chances are you have a vision, right? You want to create impact some way, somehow. And you want to do things that other people haven't done before. Well, the first thing is you have to understand the system that you're in and then understand other systems that you're going to be a part of even as an entrepreneur. Systems thinking allows you to see the impact of your actions and others' decisions on your own life. When we think about it from a vulnerable perspective, you have to understand that when legislation is created, then the healthcare system works a certain way, education system works a certain way, the employment, workforce development, even the prison system, all those things work a certain way. That's when you find individuals who are, it's called system malfunction. These people are exposed to the fallacies that happen in every single different system and they're caught in the middle and none of the systems are working for them. Well, the same thing is actually happening for you, even though we have the luxury of talking about purpose, about how do we make profit off of our passion. The same systems that affect those we see who are less fortunate are the exact same systems that affect us. So de developing a mindset where you see the system for what it is, understand the impacts that it has on you and the, uh, and the effects that you have on the system. Understanding that even your role, you create the life that you desire. You have an impact on that company and you have to understand where do you fit within that organization? So many times you go into to corporate and you do the job that has been given to you. You don't look left, you don't look right. You simply do the job. But here's the thing, if you take a step back and you recognize the impact that your role has simply on the next department to the left and the right, then you realize what happens to those departments to the left and the right of them. And what happens to those departments? And those are just, that's just horizontal. What happens to leadership decisions? As you make that one report, what leadership decisions are made? How is your role truly impacting the organization? Start thinking this way. Start understanding that you're not just a cog in the wheel. Understand that regardless if they can replace you or not, your role as you sit in it is valuable. And you have to start taking in the information, not just as a person who's just doing their work, but a person who's aware of the system that they're a part of and that the vision that they have requires a little bit of you understanding those systems, whether you implement them into your business or whether you want to understand how to de develop community partnerships and business relationships with these, these people in the system, these organizations in the system. Now, as I leave you guys with more and more of like great like guests and their stories, I want you to start thinking about how do these stories apply to my journey? What can I take from this story? How can I apply this to my career journey? And then how can I create something that doesn't exist? We're going into uncharted territory in the second part of the Work and Play podcast. So as we create lives that literally just light up our fire, I want you guys to tune in, tap in, strap in, because it's going to be a journey. These are conversations that I, I don't even know what they're going to come to. But I have a couple of people already booked because you know I'm still a systems person, but they're already booked and you're going to enjoy it. We're gonna talk about power. 
We're going to talk about systems. We're going to talk about social justice issues. We'll get very, very deep into advocacy, how you can support from the inside of an organization, how you can support from an outside. As nonprofit leaders come onto the show, all of these are going to be enlightening conversations and I'm so excited to share. So if there's anything I wanted to share with you, it's just that now that we understand that there are so many different options, you know you got options, right? You don't have to deal with the cubicle shuffle. You don't have to, you know, stay tied to your computer all day. There are other options. But now that we know that, hopefully you know that now, I want you to start to dream. I want you to start thinking about things that don't exist yet. I want you to start creating the vision that you have for yourself outside. Live out loud. And if anything else, start taking action. We're going to talk about that too, but I'm going to leave it here. I know you got a lot to chew on, but we will catch you in the next episode of the Work and Play podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much for supporting the Work and Play podcast. I'm going to catch you guys later. Peace. I'm extremely passionate about helping corporate professionals transition into entrepreneurship. So I had to share the one thing, the number one thing that helped me develop as an entrepreneur, and that's the morning meetup. I joined the morning meetup specifically for the structure because I'm, I'm leaving corporate America, so I'm used to those morning huddles. We got our sales, we know what our goals are, and we get our day started. So I was missing that for two years before I even found the morning meetup. The friends that I've developed, the mentors and the mentees that I've, that I've created relationships with everything has really created this environment for us to thrive as entrepreneurs so if you want to develop as an entrepreneur you're leaving corporate America and you're trying to figure out how do I get my footing then the morning meetup will definitely be a game changer for you you can learn with us you can grow with us and I didn't even mention that we have a book club join us in the community let's get started today you will not regret it